Welcome to Evolve Nutrition Radio, where you learn how to ditch the diet mentality and deconstruct your health and fitness goals into habits you can do for the rest of your life. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in, and I want to welcome you all to another episode of Evolve Nutrition Radio. I'm your host, Alex McMahon, and this is episode 22, What is a Ketogenic Diet? So lately, there's been a number of folks who said that they wanted to learn a lot more about ketogenic and low-carb diets, and even some of my clients have wanted to experiment with keto diets as well, so I figured that there was enough common interest there to do a short podcast on what a ketogenic diet is, and then if there's enough interest in a later podcast to discuss some of the upsides and downsides that go along with a ketogenic diet. So when it comes to the keto diet, there's really no shortage of controversy. Just like anything in nutrition, there are people who are on both sides of the fence. While some folks will argue that a keto diet is really the holy grail, other people consider it more of a metabolic disaster. The truth? Well, it lies somewhere in the middle. The the fact remains that with most nutrition protocols, there are benefits and there's drawbacks, and the keto diet is really no exception. And as the common saying goes, when the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And this is a common mistake that I've myself made in the past, thinking that there was really only one way of eating that was the cure-all for everything. When choosing the right nutrition approach, your context truly matters more than anything else, including what any kind of diet guru has told you. Everything from your activity level all the way down to your hormonal and metabolic health status will all impact what will or will not work for you. So you need to become your own best guru because you know your body and your needs better than anybody else. So there are going to be certain people who do really well on a ketogenic diet, while other people are going to feel horrible and encounter problems within days and weeks in some cases. I have myself experimented with a ketogenic diet and up until about 8 months ago, I was using a very low carb nutrition approach pretty much all the time. And the results for me from incorporating more dense carbs into my diets while keeping an eye on my fat intake really allowed me to make some dramatic improvements and get quite a bit leaner while being able to also set some PRs in the gym and have more energy during jujitsu and Thai boxing classes as well. So I myself have somewhat kind of moved away from the lower carb ketogenic approach and I'm trying something new because I have new needs. So my nutrition has dramatically shifted to meet my new needs. And that's another important thing to talk with people about is that as your spectrum of health changes, your nutrition may also need to change along with that to match where you currently are. Now, I can't say exactly what will work for you in terms of nutrition. And this podcast isn't really meant to either discourage or encourage you to eat a ketogenic diet. The goal is to explain what a keto diet is and what's happening in the body and why we evolutionarily make ketones. And lastly, in this podcast, what we're going to be doing is taking a brief look at the history of the ketogenic diet, as it wasn't something that was originally thought of to be able to help people lose body fat. It served a much bigger purpose, and we're going to be discussing that in greater detail towards the end of the podcast. Now, if there's enough interest, we'll have a second and a third podcast also taking a look at the benefits and the drawbacks separately of a ketogenic diet. So if you really dig this podcast, please take the time to reach out to me on social media and let me know that you'd like to see podcasts two and three that are kind of pre-canned, ready to go on the keto diet. So the links to all my social media that you can find me at will be located in the show notes and I'll also be talking about them a little bit at the very end of the podcast as well. So right away, we're going to jump right into it. So what is a ketogenic diet? So essentially, any diet that causes ketones to be produced in the liver and shifts the body away from metabolizing glucose from carbohydrates and towards using fat and ketones for fuel is actually considered a ketogenic diet. 
The main ways that someone gets into this state of ketosis is through either fasting or through restricting carbohydrates, and the process can actually be sped up of entering ketosis by using both of these together. However, in this podcast, what we're going to be covering is the carbohydrate restriction route known as nutritional ketosis. When carbohydrates are restricted for a long enough period of time, your body actually switches from burning the glucose from carbohydrates to metabolizing fat as a source of fuel. Now, when fats are metabolized in the liver, there are small organic molecules named ketones that are produced as a byproduct in your liver. Many of our tissues and systems in the body can use fat as a fuel source, but some also cannot use fats as a source of energy. Your brain and your nervous system are two of the biggest ones that are not able to use fats. However, an interesting fact is that both your brain and your nervous system are adequately fueled with ketones. Now, there are three separate ketones that are all byproducts of fat metabolism in the liver. These three separate ketones are known as acetoacetate, acetone, and the last one is beta-hydroxybutyrate. But this is actually technically not a ketone because of the structure of it, but many people still toss it in because it's similar enough. These ketones are used as an alternative fuel source for the body to make sure that the machinery that can't use fats actually keeps running. Now, if your nervous system didn't have anything to run on and your brain didn't have any fuel to use, essentially your body as a whole just won't work. So as an evolutionary mechanism, we developed this new alternative fuel source aside from carbohydrates and also aside from fats that both our brain and our nervous system could use to keep our whole system running much better. Now, when enough of these ketones are actually present in the bloodstream, it causes the metabolic state known as ketosis. So there's two important hormones that we're going to be discussing next that play a really important role when it comes to whether somebody's entering into nutritional ketosis or not. And those hormones are going to be insulin and glucagon. The adaptations of ketosis are actually made possible by these two hormones, insulin and glucagon. Insulin is our main storage hormone that delivers nutrients from the bloodstream to the right tissues inside the body. As an example, insulin can deliver glucose and amino acids from the bloodstream into your muscle cells to help them recover and to help them grow bigger. Now, the hormone glucagon helps to mobilize fuel and encourages stored glycogen, which is glucose from carbohydrates, to be broken down and used as glucose so it can be used to help provide the body with energy. Now, when someone eats an extremely low-carb or ketogenic diet, insulin levels are actually going to stay very low because there's no carbohydrates stimulating the release of them to help store and remove that glucose from the bloodstream. As a result of very low insulin and higher glucagon levels, fatty acids will be let out of the fat cells and delivered to the liver to be broken down and used as this alternative source of fuel. Now, the high amounts of fatty acids that are being released and metabolized in the liver is what leads to the production of ketones and the state known as ketosis. So one of the biggest things to discuss is that how us switching into ketosis and being able to use this byproduct of fat metabolites is actually a huge survival mechanism. So the next part of the podcast we're going to be talking about is called survival of the ketogenic. So the ability to use fatty acids from body fat and the diet along with ketones is actually a huge survival mechanism and it's the very reason why some people can fast for upwards of 40, 50, and sometimes even 60 days and still remain alive. It's because their body's able to actually tap into ketosis and to be able to metabolize a lot of the body fat that we have and use those byproducts to fuel both the nervous system and the brain as well. Now, if we were solely reliant on glucose for survival, 
in, from an evolutionary perspective and we hit a famine, we would die within a few days as our stored glycogen got depleted. That is the carbohydrates and the sugar stored in our muscles. But that would quickly get depleted within three to five days, even on lower levels of activity. Now, if we only had that one fuel source from carbohydrates and from stored sugars that we could use and it runs out very quickly, we would quickly die essentially. Now, there are some valid arguments that nutritional ketosis actually mimics starvation in a lot of regards, and as such, it acts as a stressor for the body to manage. Now, this chronic stress would encourage the overproduction of stress hormones, which can negatively impact both your sex hormones all the way down to the quality of your sleep. However, some people can go on a ketogenic diet and never experience any problems whatsoever and actually feel much better and see marketed improvement in their sex hormones. Well, others will have issues within a matter of days or weeks. So what I'm really trying to get at here is that, folks, your context really matters, and you have to pay attention to how you look, how you feel, and how you perform when you're tinkering with your diet. Just because a nutrition guru told you that a ketogenic diet or low-carb worked for them or that it has worked for a ton of their followers doesn't always mean that it will pan out the exact same way for you. I really, really highly encourage you to listen to your body, and if you... If you feel horrible on a specific way of eating, it's a pretty good sign that you need to change it up and that you might need to use a different approach. So next up, we're going to be taking a look at some of the history of the ketogenic diet. So fasting to induce ketosis was originally used as a treatment for childhood epilepsy in the 1920s, and it was actually named starvation ketosis. Because of the health problems with extended fasting for children, researchers needed to find a way to mimic the process of fasting while still allowing patients to eat. The result was a minimal protein, very low carb, and very high fat diet known as nutritional ketosis. Research found that nutritional ketosis was very effective at helping to reduce seizures, especially those who were drug resistant epileptics who didn't respond to the drugs. One of the main challenges of a ketogenic diet though was the restrictiveness, and as more drugs became available for epilepsy, the ketogenic diet was soon forgotten about. In the mid-90s, the ketogenic diet was rediscovered and popularized again for epilepsy, but it also had very promising implications for helping with traumatic brain injury and also being a very positive adjunct therapy for people who had cancer to go along with chemotherapy. Now today, people are starting to recognize the benefits of a ketogenic diet for those who have extreme neurodegenerative diseases and people who are actually metabolically deranged. So people who have extreme neurodegenerative diseases and people who have extreme met metabolic issues, such as insulin resistance and a number of other things, low-carb and ketogenic diets can actually be very helpful for those folks in a lot of regards. Now, ketogenic diets have also been used by bodybuilders for ages, including Arnold Schwarzenegger's trainer Vince Garanda. Now, Vince Garanda had a popular diet named the Steak and Eggs Diet, where you ate two meals a day that consisted of just that, steak and eggs. You would do that for six days, and then one day a week, the person would eat a lot more carbohydrates to help with performance in the gym and to keep their uh, metabolic rate and help with growth. Now, on a cyclical ketogenic diet, which is one that's been popularized and used by many bodybuilders to peel off excess body fat, but then for a number of other people just trying to achieve basic fat loss, you alternate between periods of a ketogenic diet where carbs are kept very low, fats are kept very high, and then you incorporate high-carbohydrate, low-fat days where you would consume a large amount of carbohydrates and a very little amount of fat to refill muscle glycogen, trigger growth, and to keep the hormone production sufficient. Now, this cyclical ketogenic diet, also known as CKD approach, was originally introduced to bodybuilders by Michael Zumpano and Daniel Duchesne. In the 90s, 
Dr. Mauro Di Pasquale released a book called The Anabolic Diet that gained a lot of attention using a cyclical ketogenic diet that was the basis for many, many of the fat loss diets that people use today that they claim are something new. Many of them are actually based on Dr. Pasquale's work and essentially based on his anabolic diet. Now, as we can see, the ketogenic diet is nothing new, and it does have some benefits and some drawbacks, just like any other approach to nutrition that you'll find in this day and age. Now, you'll have to experiment and see how you look, feel, and perform using a low-carb or ketogenic diet yourself. If you're interested in learning more about the benefits and drawbacks of a keto diet, reach out to me on social media, and I'll release the other two podcasts that explain in greater detail the ups and downs that go along with it. As always, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen to Evolve Nutrition Radio, and you can connect with me on social media on Instagram at Evolve Nutritional Therapy. You can find me on both Snapchat and Twitter at EvolveNTPDX. You can find me on Facebook at Evolve Nutritional Therapy, LLC. And you can email me directly at EvolveNTPDX at gmail.com. So don't forget, if you'd like to see parts two and three of this podcast on the um, benefits and the drawbacks of a ketogenic diet, reach out to me on social media and let me know. And if we get enough interest, I'll go ahead and record and release those podcasts. So as always, I really greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to Evolve Nutrition Radio. If you'd like to leave a five-star review, I would absolutely love that. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care.